welcome to The Journey Expressed. I'm Jen Houston. And I'm Mel Boyd. You're invited to come along with us on an adventure discovering the more of God. Welcome back to The Journey Expressed. This is where we talk about faith, friendship, and the more of God. My name is Mel Boyd, and with me is... Hey guys, I'm Jen Houston. Good to be with you today. So today uh, we want to ask a couple more questions to get to know us. And um, Jen, I'm going to now be on the I asking get to go side. First. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you first. All right. What is one of your random favorite creature comforts? Hmm. Creature comforts. <laughs> well, right now because we're in the middle of winter. And my house is a little drafty at times. I really, really, really enjoy filling up a mug with warm goodness, whether it's coffee or tea. Mm. Um, I've actually just had like lemon and, and honey in a cup of hot water. And I just love having a moment. It's just like a sacred moment holding something warm and sipping it. So I guess that would be one of my creature comforts right now. What about you? Wow. Yeah, I'm totally with you right there. I just <laughs> oh, can feel it. So I'm just, a, I guess, a little more uh, worldly <laughs> than you. I would say probably one of my random favorite creature comforts is um, we got a new sectional couch. So right in the corner of that couch, I just like curl right up with my blankets and I'll stick on a Hallmark movie. Okay, is, there it is. Yeah, there it is. There you win. It is, with my warm goodness. <laughs> yes, a twofer. Added. I love right. it, Mel. Okay, so I also want to ask you, Jen, what is one of your favorite worship songs right now? Mm, that's tough for me. I I love music, but I'm not. It's not my go-to. I don't have it on all the time. But I'm gonna reach back before COVID times and just say "Goodness of God" by Jen Johnson. I've experienced mm. that for myself in my own life, um, very clear, and. I think that song has meant the most to me in recent days. So that's yeah. that's my answer. I don't have any new songs that I really know of, but what about you, Mel? Yeah. Um, you are a worshiper. <laughs> so this this question oh, is, is for you. I know. Give us something good oh, here. Mercy, and to narrow it down to like one. Well, okay, so right now I would say one of my favorites, probably in the last year, has been um, King of Kings by Hillsong United. I love that song. Mm. Um, and can I add one more? Of course. Okay, so um, if I'm in my car by myself, I turn this up to the highest volume, and it's Don't Tread on Me by We Are the Kingdom. Oh. Sorry, We the Kingdom. Oh. And I just go to town, and I probably look like an idiot, but that's okay. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. This reminds me so quick, so off script here, but I remember being in my car one time, and I was driving by the Arboretum, and I was playing a... Um, well, anyways, I was driving in my car, my window was down, and I heard a Jonathan and Melissa Helser song, and I just couldn't believe it, because, you know, they've gotten to be well-known now because of Bethel Music and such, but I was, I looked over at the car next to me, and I just shouted out the window at the light, like, <laughs> are you listening to the Helsers? And they looked at me like... <laughs> what? And I instantly, as soon as they looked at me, I realized, oh my gosh, that's playing in my car. That's on my music. Like, oh, and I just roll my window up slowly. Anyway. Oh man. You know what? One of these podcasts, we're going to have like some of our embarrassing moments. Oh. That's coming. That's oh, coming. Wait for it. This podcast, we really want to talk about what we have learned. And so Jen, I'm just going to put it over to you um, to okay. talk about some of the things that we have learned 
through these dreams over the last five years? Yeah. So if you're just now joining us, we are referring to the what we call affectionately the bridal dreams of 2015. And what happened was I had a dream one night and wrote it down. And about two and a half weeks later, Mel called me on a Saturday morning and she had such a similar dream. And it caused us to shake and tremble. And these dreams have been really significant. You can get caught up on those dreams from episodes one and two. And our third episode, we did a deep dive into some of the um, symbolism of what we felt like some of the similar elements meant. And so we're going to kind of wrap that up today um, with a couple more elements and what we believe that that God intends to say to us and um, to the people, to our friends, to the church. And uh, we're really excited about that. So one of the first things that I've learned is that God still speaks today. I mean, Mm -hmm. you can't make this up. No. you can't make it up. It's It was amazingly ridiculous and awesome. And so sometimes when I get lost in the, what does it mean? What do these things mean? How do I apply them? How do I live them out? It's like, slow down, Jen. Let's go back to the awe factor. Like you had a dream. Two weeks later, Mel had pretty much the same dream. Let's just go back into worship and the purity and the innocence of just being in awe and wonder of God speaking. So that's one of the main things that I've learned. What about you, Mel? Yeah, another thing, um, just that really, it's it's time to wake up. Mm. It's time to wake up, and I think that we've um, even through we've had a negative maybe perspective mm-hmm. on some of the elements at first, mm-hmm. you know, and then really how God has um, used, like He's brought His perspective, yeah, that's and, good, and His redemption, you know, through that. And I just want to kind of you know give an example, like last year, like through twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's you know, what lens are you looking through? Yeah. And I can look back and really honestly, yes, we're not denying that it was, it's been hard. And for some people oh, yeah. even like really, really, really hard. hard. But, um, but instead of looking in my kind of flesh perspective, mm-hmm. looking through God's perspective mm-hmm. and the bigger picture of what he's doing and mm-hmm. man, is it incredible yeah. when we click into his perspective. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's always redeeming. Well, we want to also say too that we want to clarify this term bridal preparation and you know the bride getting herself ready and the bride the church is made up of all believers, men and women and children and it's for whether you're single, married, divorced, just this whole concept of bridal preparation is it's all throughout the Bible and something that we need to understand. I heard somebody teach on this before is, you know, the Bible says, you know, sons of God and, and we as women can feel like disregarded, but no, really what that means is, is children of God. Mm -hmm. And in the fullness of that, we're limited by our English language, but there's so much beauty and it's all encompassing. Like we are co-heirs just like the firstborn son in the you know Old Testament um, was the heir, we now are co-heirs with Christ. And yeah. so, so for some of us ladies have to be like, okay, I'm a son in the truest sense of I'm a co-heir and I get to inherit something. Um, and, and so we want men, if there's any guys out there, um, just to be comfortable with this concept of bridal preparation because... Um, it applies to you too. And we just pray that the Lord gives each of us, no matter where we fall in this, a greater understanding of um, the all-encompassing concept that the Lord wants to convey. So I just wanted to give that plug. Yeah. And just to say one more thing, Jen, that really this 
through this dream, you know, it's an invitation mm. and really to the renewing of the vows. That's what it was leading up to That's right. in those dreams. So even now, um, it's an invitation from the Lord to go into that renewing of the vows with Him into a deeper place of intimacy with Him. Yeah, that's so good. I feel like that is the main overarching theme is this, let's recovenant, let's recommit yes. our hearts. And and I want to do that now just publicly, like recommit my heart. You know, yes. we want to set our faces like flint yes. towards the Lord, towards the gospel, towards being clothed with all that he has paid for. Like yeah. we've disregarded some of the things that he's actually paid for in full. Yeah. And may each of us just now just take that up in faith to be fully ready and, and fully equipped to move on with it. Yes. To walk in power and in fullness. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. Mel, do you want to share anything significant about um, the prayer that you had? Um, you, This is amazing. When you have a dream and when you have scripture in a dream, Satan is not going to be speaking scripture to you unless it's twisted and perverted. But by no means did that happen here. In our dreams, in your dreams specifically, you prayed a specific scripture over me, which is over the church and over the bride of Christ. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, I want to also, um, in the last podcast that we had, you um, you made reference to a contributor um, yeah. and went through some of the things that he had to say about the black dress. Well, he also had some comments about um, the scripture that I prayed over you, which is Haggai 2.9, that the latter mm -hmm. will be greater than the former. And in this house, I will give you peace. Mm. And so um, just in, qu in quotes from him, Mel's prayer for Jen seems to me to support the interpretation that the black dress symbolizes grief, not decadence. Uh, the context for Haggai 2.9, which Mel prays for Jen, is the fact that the people of Judah are discouraged, grieving over the loss of their country as they once knew it. They've come back from exile, and they are feeling that they've almost come back to a shadow of once was. Who is left among you that saw this house in her first glory? And how do you see it now? Is it not in your eyes? Is it not in your eyes in comparison of it as nothing? And that's Haggai 2.3. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just think that this is incredible because this, this to me, this was five years ago. This person contributed this five years ago, way before COVID hit. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this is where we're at right now. Like our, we're grieving, like we haven't yeah. been able to meet like we right. once had. And there's just new light being shed on this revelation. And so, you know, it's a promise. When it the is. Lord gives a scripture in a dream, it's a promise. And I can tell you right now, I will be the first to confess, I have battled with anxiety in my own life. And when I come back to, like if everything else in the dream, we're off and we're wrong and we missed it. And it's our heart of hearts to not be off. We want to stand before the Lord in purity and honesty. But if anything else from the dream is washed away, this scripture stands. And I have anchored um, my life to this, like mm -hmm. this is a promise um, for the church, but I'm taking it for me. There will be peace. And so this is actually, I've applied this verse. You know, we talk a lot on our podcast about wanting to move from information, revelation, application and transformation. Yes. And this is one piece that I have taken and applied to my life is this actual scripture. So I take it as a promise and I'm excited to see how it unfolds. Yes. Yes. So we want to just move on into um, just a couple of, that was 
that was a, a big element in the mm-hmm. dream was the prayer, but also some of these other other elements that were similar. And one of them um, was that half in my dream, half of the people left, and in your dream, they were half of them were getting antsy. That's right, and were about to leave. Mm-hmm. So. Um, when we went uh, to Sarah Joe's, we we mentioned that in the last podcast. Sarah Joe Burns. Yes, we went over to her house. This was now, I think, summer of 2019, and um, she also had something to sh- to share about half of them leaving. Mm-hmm. And um, she said those who remained for the ceremony, um, and really she she put a positive spin where we were kind of thinking of the negative. That's right. Leaving, and right. she brought in the positive that it really is highlighting the perseverance of the saints. Yeah. And in Matthew 10, 22, in the Amplified Version, it says, And you will be hated by everyone because of, and it says, your association with my name. But it is the one who has patiently per- persevered and endured to the end who will be saved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was really good. How mm-hmm. she, we'd been focusing on everybody leaving and kind of disheartened, and that is sad. But really what she felt like the Lord was highlighting was the perseverance of the saints. Yes. And so we just want to speak to those of you who feel weak in your faith but are still clinging, you know, yeah. by a thread. Like, hang on. Yes. Like, God's goodness is so chasing you down and coming after you and he sees your perseverance so that's really she really pulled that out of it as a, as a positive element and I thought that was beautiful yes well what about what about delay can we talk about the delay really quickly so um, in the context of Peter writing about Jesus's return he writes in first Peter 3 9 the Lord is not slow about his promise as some count slowness but his patience is towards you, not wishing for any to perish, but for all to come to repentance. So again, that's scripture. Mm -hmm. That is a positive spin on a delay. And that's what we believe the Lord could be doing. And we're still in a delay of COVID. Like COVID is still causing a delay. So in a sense, it's like, it's still not too late. Get ready, (laughs) you know, get your garments. Let's, let's get on with it. Jesus is maybe in some holy way, allowing this delay to be here for more people to come into the kingdom and for the bride to truly wake up. And Jen, speaking of the delay, I also want to reference Pastor Terry Furr from the Refuge Church. Mm. She's the one, and we've spoke of her before, that did that 12-week series that both you and I have listened to and is amazing. We really highly recommend that if you get a chance to listen to that. Filling our lamps. It's definitely, it's worth it. So I sent her an email um, actually from both of us uh, a while ago mm-hmm. and asked her for, I sent her the video that we have on YouTube. Of the dreams. Of the yeah. dreams, that's right. And so, um, and this is what she she wrote back. And so she said, this is in reference for the of the delay. It is not as late as we think. It was only 1045 when you thought it was much later. It's not too late to prepare. Although the window is closing, we have time to put on the appropriate garment, not just throwing it on top of the garment we chose because we feel good in it. The Lord is definitely releasing the invitation and calling his people to true preparation. Mm. He will have a bride that is wholehearted in her love and devotion to him. In the same way, her bridegroom king loves and is devoted to us. Man, right now, I just wish we had that um, drop the mic sound because (laughs) that just says it so beautifully. And I feel like that just wraps it up Mm -hmm. just amazingly of what we have shared and what the Lord Mm -hmm. has given us and um, all about the preparation of the bride. Yeah, what Terry had to contribute was so good, so redemptive, again, through that lens of redemption 
and just the lens of love. So we are so honored that she took the time to share this with us and to watch the video and to read through the dreams because she really carries a heart for preparation for Jesus's coming back and the yes. preparation of the bride walking in her fullness. She does. And spoiler alert for all of you out there, we uh, reached out to her and asked her if she'd be on our podcast and she said yes. She said yes. <laughs> we are pumped. I'm sure you can feel all the pumped vibes right now. We are thrilled to have her come yes. on the show and just really talk about what's on her heart right now Yes. Too because there's more and more that the Lord is showing her. Yes. So as we wrap up today, we really want to encourage you to go look at our show notes today because we have compiled a really special list of scriptures that parallel every single element that we have talked about from episode one to this one right here. And we think it's going to be a powerful devotional tool for you as you move from information to revelation to application and now to ultimately transformation. Thanks so much for being with us today. Thanks for joining us on the Journey Expressed. We're so glad you're here with us today. Make sure to check out today's show notes and we hope you join us on the next adventure.